Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm Clicks the Crouton, and welcome to the Happy Little Accidents podcast, episode nine. Um, I'm joined here by my co-host, Solemn. Yep, you sure are. Damn. And uh, today we're going to be talking about game design, but before we get into that, uh, I just wanted to give a quick update because it just came to our attention like not even 10, 20 minutes before we went into sound check that um anchor bad well not anchor bad but anchor <laughs> not yet <laughs> anchor anchor m have issue uh so basically what this situation is is like if you're on the anchor website and you sign up for anchor and all that nice stuff it'll immediately push you into making a podcast which doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever and it, they don't give you an option to find somebody else's podcast. So just for anybody who needs to know, if you're already find if you've already found us on um on Anchor, then you're good to go already. You don't need any don't need any assistance with that. Link in chat. Yeah. It's easiest um it's easiest if you uh get it on your phone. In that way, it's because it's kind of made. The app is made for mobile devices, but um, we would suggest following the link rather than going to the anchor website. Because when you go, when you follow the link, it takes you straight to the page, and all of the podcasts are right there. You don't have to like search through anything, and you don't have to go through all of the it's, crap. It's less like Spotify in the sense that Spotify like stuff. And kind of follow it that way, but Anchor is like either make one and you you get to make one and share it. And sharing it involves just getting the link around. So the only way you're going to be able to find it is through the link. There yeah. is no search feature. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know. For yeah, I find it weird too. Well, for a for a platform made to uh, made for up and coming podcasts. You would think they would put a search feature on so people could look for said up and coming podcasts. Like I don't understand. Whatever. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend to know that's, how they work. That's on them. It's not on us. Yeah. If we would have done it, we would have made it differently. But yeah. But we don't have to um, pick and choose. That's why we have multiple things. So we've got our YouTube. We've got our Twitter. Um, and then we've got Twitch right here. So on all of them except Twitter, you can watch previous podcasts. Um, Twitter or uh, YouTube more permanently than Twitch, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so Twitch delete Twitch likes to uh, mute people for some reason. No, not anymore. Not in, not, in, not anymore. Once we had our Lord and Savior Saros Embers make his mu- or give uh, let us use his music, we have not been muted. Which thank the fucking Lord that guy is my Lord and Savior at least. I fucking give us love your him. Dank tune. Um. Yeah, he gave us his dank tunes, and now we're not muted on Twitch anymore, so you guys can snap right back in there and uh, watch the podcasts. Snap uh, that like button. <laughs> snap that like button. Um, <laughs> I love when people say that. It's cringy, but it's great. Um, But the... Uh, what was I saying? It, But the thing to look for in the YouTube videos is that everything is trimmed down. Like, the intro... Usually we have like five minutes of intro just to let, um, just to do any final checks for, you know, sound and whatnot, and also to let anybody get in before we actually start. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, so I in the YouTube videos, I usually clip that off. And uh, I'll usually shorten the breaks if I need to. But uh, recently, you know, that's that's something I didn't I didn't realize till recently. We haven't taken any breaks in the in the uh, last couple last couple podcasts. Like yeah, and if anything, they've been like five minutes. Yeah, if no. anything. But in the beginning, it was like a ten minute break kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that was because we were just starting out. We needed some like. Uh... Some time to get back. Yeah, but it. you can admit, like, older topics haven't been as good as newer ones. Oh, you're right. Definitely you're right. Especially so, that old you know, console like if one. You, if you're running short on stuff to talk about, you're not going to want to say stuff to, like, just to talk. Yeah. No, that, the previous, previous podcast, old consoles, if you haven't heard it, get on Anchor or YouTube or whatever and go that check was, it out because it was great. I loved that it. That was probably my favorite one, yeah. personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was also a giant fucking nostalgia trip, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not but, a um, bad thing. Okay, personally. so I noticed that like the description was like something about you making questionable choices or something like that. Yeah, I, it was, that afterwards. was a joke. What was that about? That was a joke. It was like... Was it? Because remember I had said something about like, well, I guess I'm going to be hopping on uh, Amazon and buying all of the Game Boy games. <laughs> It was supposed to be a joke about me buying back all of my old retro systems. That's that's the joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was hoping it wasn't a joke and you didn't just, like, spend your life savings on stuff yeah, just because sp- spend you were my reminded entire, of them. Spend my entire computer funds on retro games. That's yeah, I can, I can I stream off of PS1. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Sony bad. Sony bad. Okay, well let's uh let's stop let's start stop uh beating around the bush and get into this because we have a lot to cover. There's a lot here. Cause this okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with this is sort of like a let's pick Solemn's brain uh edition of the uh of the Saturday podcast because uh a Are lot of this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> A lot of this stuff I don't know a whole lot about, actually. Like, I thought I enjoyed the the topic of game design, but apparently not as much as Solemn does, so. I mean, I, I'm not saying I enjoy it. I'm just, like, I've been curious enough to kind of research some of it. That's, that I would say enjoying it is the, the, is the word you're looking for. Because well, uh, I w- if I wasn't so the reason I it, Well, I can't even say enjoy it. I cannot say I enjoy it, but I did. So I I was interested in it. So I and then I found out that like Unity was free. So I got Unity and I opened it and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a AAA game. And I was like, you know what? I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was about. Okay, so basically you got on. You wanted to make a game, didn't know how to make a game. We're like, let's check it out. And uh, and yeah. then you fell down well, the what rabbit I hole. To make was something kind of like. One of those like top down like three D grid styled kind of like yeah. RPG games. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Zelda games and stuff like that. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm interested in games like that, but there's not enough. There's one called King's Way that's kind of new, and it's basically like if you get it on Steam, it's like a 
the user interface of the entire game is an OS. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like an old computer program that runs on like I don't know, Windows XP. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then, um, like you have your your inventory is one of the things. Like one of the windows that opens your map is one of them. The actual world, you know, the enemies, yeah. the fights. It's pretty neat. And I was kind of interested in that, I guess, at the time and wanted to poke around and see, like, this wouldn't be that hard. It looked like simple. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Very, very hard. Big mistake. Big bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I for a while I was like, Matt, I want to do game design. But it was more because... When it okay, so when it comes into or when it comes to becoming a developer of any game, there's no like sections of like, oh, I want to be writer for game or I want to be artist for game, I want to be a coder for the game. It's more like you have to be able to tackle all of them as like the head developer. So if you want to be the head honcho, you kind of have to be able to do a little bit of everything. My favorite, um, my favorite like solo game developer ever has to be Eric Baroni, and I know he. Wait, who? Uh, Say again. Eric Baroni. Who? What he's, did he make? Um, the, well, I'm getting into that. He okay. uh, he made a uh, Stardew Valley, but he was in. I think he was in college, and he made that game completely on his own. Like all the music for the game, all the coding for the game, all everything for the game. In uh, I think like a matter of five years. Wow. And he taught himself, like, the coding and stuff like that. It was crazy. It was, like, a little side project he worked on while he was, you know, like, going through school. And I think that's pretty, like, inspirational considering it takes, you know, a team of 10 to 15, like, you know, close friends with, you know, like, nice scheduling and stuff like that to make a good game in five years. This guy crushed it. Yeah, no, definitely. Until the point where he was able to get a team to kind of help him polish up whatever needed to be polished up in the end but it it's still really him kind of working on the game but it's like he's like he's like dishing a, out what needs to be done to mo like a big team of people i'm assuming so i don't really know too much about it but i do know that it was just him who started it up which is still really cool because that's turned into a huge game with a huge and you know still growing community not to yeah. mention he's um I follow him on Twitter and all, and he's leaking little things here and there about the next update that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah, and they're supposed to be bringing multiplayer to consoles and stuff like that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty sweet. I thought that I thought that uh, that Stardew Valley did look really nice, but I just I don't know what it was. Like I just couldn't get. You probably wouldn't like it if you get really bored with Minecraft. Sometimes you probably wouldn't like Stardew Valley. Well, that's it's like Minecraft, but slower. Oh shit! <laughs> like very slower. Like, eventually you'll get a a horse or whatever that you can like ride around on to like stop that. But if you run low on energy, you can't um you have to go to bed and you can't do anything else that day. Or you um if you stay up past like one a.m., you uh pass out or whatever and get robbed in the middle of the night. Oh Jesus! It's wild. Yeah, like there's annoying ways that you know. Or, like, the shops are closed on Wednesdays and, you know, just stupid little stuff that you won't really yeah. notice until you're in the game. But that, I don't know. Huh. I guess it brings that sense of, like, I have to get whatever done in this amount of time. It helps you plan stuff out. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying is, like, like, it seems interesting. It looks interesting, but I wish I, like, I wish I had, like, you know, 
at least don't like delved into it a little bit before you know deciding that like oh well I guess it's a cool game but eh you know but uh, I want to I want to highlight what Mint Chocolate just said he said uh, he's asking if we heard about the controversy surrounding Chucklefish. Um, I heard a little bit about it, but I wasn't like I didn't follow it that much. Well, I mean. Uh, do you know anything? Like, what What do you know about it? Because I don't know anything about it. I'm completely out of the loop. Well, hold on. I have to kind of look something up on it because it was like... That's what I'm know. doing as well. Now I'm curious. Now you got me. Yeah, I really can't remember. Because this, I don't know, it wasn't really recent, I guess. Oh, wait, Chucklefish was accused of exploiting young developers. Oh? I don't know, I just see that as like a YouTube video. Okay, cool. Mint's got a, Mint's got a link for us in the, in the description. Polygon is cool. I like Polygon sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's pretty shitty. Gotta say, that really sucks. What the hell? Former developers say they worked hundreds of hours for no pay. Okay, I honestly, like, but at the same time, like, if you're dumb enough to not pay before you put in all this work, I wouldn't be doing anything until I was offered money. Especially for a company that I know 100% can pay for it and can afford it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When it comes to that, it's a little... you. There's like... I want to say there's like ways you can force the company. Like you, can, you can pin their arm. You can like... You can get them to pay you, is what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, yeah, by telling them no. But nobody wanted to tell them no, because Chucklefish was like a big name, I guess. They were like coaxed into it and just talked into it by people that worked for them that, you know, that were just trying to get more people on board to help them with their games and stuff. Yeah. That's that's always, That's always shitty. I mean, well, that kind of takes me back to when uh, Rockstar, when they were working on the, the latest Red Dead game, they were talking about how they were working all these hours, like 100-hour work weeks or some crap like that for, like, not a lot of pay, like, just overworking people in general. Uh-huh. See, part of me is like, well, I mean, that kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's like, well, if that were true, then wouldn't it have been reported and, like, a big court case would have happened? Like... Yeah, it's like, well, that's like, that seems to be the case for a lot of things. It's like people start bitching about something, and it's like, then um, maybe scratch his chin. Stop complaining on Maybe you should have fucking done something. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck are you just, why are you bitching about it now when you could have done something like when it was happening, maybe? Oh, I didn't want yeah. to lose job. And it's like, well, guess what? You could probably get a very large settlement. Instead of like, oh man, I need to get paid if for it the... happened to enough people. Well, yeah, of course. 
like every dev of a rock star could have walked out of the day and been like, you know what? I got too many hours. I'm being over. And instead of saying no and putting my foot down to this company, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, something could have been done about it. No matter what it was, something could have been done. Just nobody wanted to. Yeah. I wonder, hmm. I mean, that goes for a lot of things, but I wonder, what? okay, so one of the things I have here, because I wrote myself a little list of this stuff that stuck out when I was going over what you had written in the doc, in the Google doc, and uh, so, like, okay, so I put in, when, when I first put the, um, the topic up was YouTubers playing like, and I'm talking not, not like small YouTubers. I'm talking like Markiplier, PewDiePie, um, Jack. Big people playing small games, getting them popular. Exactly. Exactly. So the, when you think of that, what you, what you think of is, okay, big man plays small games, small, uh, small game blow up because big man play it. Right. Yeah. When actually what happens is big man do series on game, um, people see what game is, not want play game, and not play game. Which uh which is I don't know. Well no, that's been like a like a documented problem. Well I don't you know what, I'm not gonna use big words like documented. I've, I've never really like noticed that but I it's guess. well it's been a thing like and i've experienced it myself is when it's like when i don't feel like playing a horror game because ooh, big horror game scary um i'll usually didn't watch you vape, didn't you play vanish because somebody okay played it, though, okay vanish right? was a different see this is the difference though is like when it comes to like vanish vanish was more like how would how would you say it, it was like it was kind of like a lottery. Yes, you could watch somebody else play it, but you're going to get an entirely different experience when you play it. That's the type of thing. It's so like okay, well, open ended. Think about other kind of small games like DDLC that got popular just because people were playing it and the shock value. Everybody, people wanted to pass it on and experience it for themselves, even if they did already know what happened. Yeah, it's what. It's what Mint Chocolate's so saying. It's, yeah, it's like, it depends on the game, really, too. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely depends on the game, is what I'm saying. It's like, well, like you were saying, well, I played I played Vanish because I saw somebody else play it. Well, that's because it's not a story-driven game. It's a game that's scary as shit because you're, you know, it's the, it's the ambiance. It's the feeling of, you know, something's always looking for you and you have no idea where the fuck it is. And then you've got stuff like, like Mint was saying over here in Firewatch or... Um, or what's the, uh, or like the re new Resident Evil game or fuck, which, what's that game called? Um, the, e uh, Evil Within, uh, Mark did, Markiplier did several series on that. Um, and then the, the countless different, like, um, little indie games that they covered. A lot of those, especially when they're story driven, Nobody, no, there's very few that want to play it after they've watched it that, 
sorry, I got distracted. There's very few people that want to play it after they've already watched it because they already know what's going to happen in the story and they don't have any push to complete the game if they already know what's happened. Well, if it's not story-driven, then I can see that, but, like, most games nowadays are driven. I'm sorry, say again? The stories that you play nowadays are what? The games you play. Most of the games you play nowadays are not story-driven. It's just kind of like, here's here's kind of the deal, now play it. Well... Like, like think, think about it this way. Like, even streamers can say the same thing about this, but, like, people watch a streamer play Fortnite, and they'll be like, I want to play this game because I want to be like him. Well, yeah, but that's not a story-driven game. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Most of these games are not story-driven. Yeah, they might have lore behind them, but they're... Well, Most I games see... nowadays aren't story-driven, so that's not really a good example, I guess. Well, I don't know, because like I've watched a bunch of the the little games that Mark plays, because he, he does this series, because I watch Mark more than anything. Well, I watch Game Grumps more than anything. I also watch Markiplier every now and again. Okay, well, Game Grumps are actually a really good example, too. Think about games like uh, Human Fall Flat and stuff like that. You know, like they well, yeah, did no, a no, I get what that. you're saying. They did a I get what you're saying. All these games and made people want to play them. Like, and not indie... necessarily because they, and if there was a story element to the game, then they ignored it just for the sake of, you know, like giving their take on the game while they were playing. Well, yeah, you, you know, know you're, I mean? you're pushing a point that I already agreed with. Yeah, no, if it's not a story-driven game, you don't have a problem with a YouTuber playing it. Like, Stick Fight was the same way. Stick Fight's literally where you get a bunch of friends together and you beat the shit out of each other as stick figures. Everybody jumped on that. That actually sounds pretty fun. We, I think we played it one time, unless I'm thinking uh, of You else. and I never played it. No. Well, you need I think to it play was like it. it was great. A couple of dollars on Steam or something like that. I might look into it after the show or whatever. But what I'm saying is like YouTubers, I think we I'm pretty sure we agree on what I'm talking about here, but YouTubers when they play an indie game, though it might be small, that also has a storyline, people most likely aren't going to play it because they've already seen what's happened. So like um Mark does this series where he does, it's called Three Scary Games, and he literally takes three indie games that no one has fucking seen before, or maybe a few people, and not, it, they don't, he finds three games that they don't aren't have, like at the top of the list. Yeah, they don't have a large following, and he plays yeah. them, and, and he kind of showcases them. Well, the only issue with that is he's like, yeah, you can play these for yourself, the link's in the description, but it's like, nobody's going to use that because nobody's going to play it. You, They've already seen you play it, they know what the bugs are, because you've already experienced them, you know what's, you know what, they know what work needs to be done, and they know what the story is, albeit maybe a small story. So it's like... But also, there are some people out there, like, I disagree with the whole thing, just because I'm the opposite, I guess, like, Wait, if I what see do you somebody mean? play a game, if I see somebody play a game and I see the game to be interesting enough, I will pick it up and try it out regardless of if any story got ruined for me or, you know, like just experience is the thing for me. Like I'm not gonna sit there and watch somebody play a game just to watch them play a game 90% of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, like I mean, I'm not I gonna sit there and watch somebody play a story different game because I don't really care about their reaction. But if it's a game like Minecraft, yeah, I'll sit there and watch PewDiePie's entire like series on it. Just well, yeah. because, like, I want to see how he plays it, or, you know, like, how he does stuff in it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's something... Well, that's just a difference in difference in preference, then. Because, like, me, I'd rather... 
if there's a me and me and horror games don't mix well. I don't play horror games well. I get creeped out really easily. That's why Vanish has a, such a good. Most people I've played, like my cousin, uh, he's played Vanish and it didn't scare him one bit. He was like, okay, I understand what the mechanic is, therefore it doesn't scare me anymore. And then there's, yeah, and then yeah, you fucking flipped out. I fucking flipped out when I first played Van Vanish. I fucking shit myself, not literally, but almost <laughs> literally. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, no, that game was fucking scary literally. to me. So then you've got like games like Layers of Fear or um what's see it's like I haven't played many of them. I played a couple of the indie games that Mark played, but a lot of them either just weren't interesting enough for me or like Layers of Fear was scary as shit and I was like, "You know what? I'm good. I I like having a couple more years on my life. Thank you." Um so I guess it, there's also like a difference in character, but I and that in that case I don't know how many people are actually you know stopping and playing the game, but in most cases people are just there to see. I feel like in most cases the people are just there to see what goes on in the storyline, and then like like for instance, oh, what's one Soma? Soma was a fantastic game, but I never played it myself. The storyline. The st exactly the storyline was fucking great it's wild it makes you it makes you think about human consciousness in a certain way indifferently than you were would have before it's the it's the best like it's the best type of like storytelling i've seen in a game because they slowly reveal stuff throughout the game that sort of turns everything you thought you knew on its head and it's it's fucking awesome. It's one of the coolest games I've ever, I've ever like watched, like I've ever seen. Um, it's a lot like uh, what's another game? Oh, shit. It's one of those games do, where you I explore an environment, environment and like uh, and like pick up key cards and try to solve different puzzles and make your way around pop problems in certain ways, picking up pieces of a story along the way it's one of those types types of games what were you gonna say you you agree with what i was agreeing with um, what mint said about games like cuphead that are like more gameplay focused rather than storyline or anything like that where people want to just play it themselves oh yeah yeah no cuphead's definitely fucking like that cuphead is <laughs> oh that fucking game cuphead's more like a uh more like a flex game. Like, yeah. I beat Cuphead. Did you beat it twice, though? Oh, no. Do you beat it twice? Oh, my God, dude. That's that's what Cuphead is. That's so you can rub it in somebody's face being like, Yes, I beat it 200%. Not 100%. I beat it 200%. I beat the devil twice. And the devil isn't even that fucking bad. It's King Dice. King Dice fucking sucks, dude. I hate fighting King Dice. Again, wouldn't know. Well, I, I just don't really like that genre of game, really. So it's I'm not definitely, it's definitely a mood game. I don't play, I don't play Cuphead, all the time. There's, there's sometimes. Well, if you where, did, like, you would be completely insane and probably in the mental ward of some hospital somewhere. You are correct. That's exactly, that's exactly fucking correct. There's no way I'd play Cuphead for more than like two days. 
I'd play Cuphead two days, especially if I had a second person playing with me. I'd play Cuphead for two days. But after that, I'd be angry all the fucking time. <laughs> it only costs 28% of my can't. Sam, did you beat it uh, once or twice, Mint? Only 28% of your sanity, from what I've Not a lot. Just once. Okay, yeah. I've, I'm trying to push my way through my second run through, and I'm stuck on King Dice. And I wouldn't be at King Dice if my cousin hasn't hadn't helped me beat a couple bosses. <laughs> so are you like are you playing on like a different difficulty or anything? There's there's uh what is it? I think there's normal, there's hard, and then there's expert. I can't remember if those are the actual things, but the last one you do is expert, and you can only get to expert by beating it the first time. You beat it, and then you play it again on expert. And you get a gold flag instead of a red one. Um, so I'm at King Dice, which is the second to last boss in the game. And he is so fucking hard to beat. He's like a mini boss mashup. He's got like, he's got so many other tiny guys under him. Like, you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're basically p uh, playing a bunch of mini boss fights before you even fucking get to King Dice. And it's like you have to beat all of these guys and then also fight King Dice afterwards. It's ridiculous, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm don't sure. you have to do a bunch of them over again if you lose or something like that? Oh, no, yeah. If you fucking lose, you start right back from the beginning. And it's, oh, my God. It is the most enraging thing. Sounds like a one-way trip to loser town, am I right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe if you played it. I'm pretty good at the game. Wow, thanks. No, hey. I wasn't meaning it like that. I was saying, like, if, you know, like, the, the idea of losing and restarting. Oh, well, it didn't come across that way. No. Anyway. No, anyway. I, I can already agree here. You're better at me than the game because I've never played it. Yeah, no, that's what I, that's what I was going to say is, like. Of yeah. course you had you can't because you haven't played it. Which you do. Of course you're not better than me. You're no gamer. <laughs> you're not a super epic cool gamer. You should definitely you play it play though. Fortnite. If, you, if you oh please don't. I, if you, it's just the genre, you know. Well, if you're it, here next it, like, time, just yeah. Well, if you're here next next time you're over here, you can try it out with me because you said you haven't played it at all, which is unacceptable. No, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. it's not it's not actually unacceptable. I just feel like you should experience it. And it, you say you don't like it, you're also probably not going to like it. But it it doesn't hurt to try it if you're already here anyway. So I mean, fuck it. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I'd be willing to try it, but yeah. There you go. I wanna I wanna move on. I wanna go. I wanna talk about. There's a specific thing in here I wanna talk about, which is like. Um, one of the things you put on here, it's number five, open platforms to game development for like the players and stuff like that. Yeah. So open platforms to a game development. Yeah. You said are games that let you create your own stuff to share with people. Well, yeah. Like for, well, the, the one I'm looking at specifically is Roblox but yeah, well, what, that's the only example I really listed. Well, yeah, the other one that I can think of 
that goes along really well that matches up with that really well is Gmod. You don't really think about yeah. Gmod being like I a. Put, if you look at number eight, that's kind of the same, I guess, idea. Yeah, but that's like level, level editors because that's all Gmod is. It's a big sandbox. Well, yeah, but it's also there's like you know player model like people making player models. I didn't know how hard it was to actually make player models. That shit's yeah, like you need, you a need lot. The mesh, and then you need to like physically go in and manually like change where the yeah mesh you need matches to up with the skeleton. Yeah, and, you need yeah, to rig it, and it's ridiculous. That shit's nuts. It's yeah. I, I wanted agree. to make my own Titanfall ones, but I was like, "Ha, ah, that's funny. I'm a funny so boy." I've seen already, and two that I've downloaded are, I think I have Jack Cooper and I have Viper. Yeah, yeah, I have them too because I, that me and you were goofing around with them. You kept shooting me with that fucking Magnum. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But. Yeah, no, but like I just I don't want just Jack Cooper and just Viper. I want like all of the all of the player models I can get my hands on. So like different Sorry. grunt models, different yeah, um, no, I see that. Spectre they had models. Grunts, but that was like an NPC. It wasn't a player model. Yeah, but like yeah, it's like I wanted a grunt, I wanted a Spectre, I want the fucking what what is what are they called? Um Reapers. Stalkers. The stalkers, the big chunky specters, oh. and then the, chunky specters. Well, actually, technically, <laughs> technically, they're spicy specters now because they explode. Um, yeah. And then there's the reapers, but reapers are, reapers would be really hard to rig. They wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't be a player model. They'd just be an NPC. Or yeah, something. definitely. You imagine if you could be a, a a reaper as like a as a player model. <laughs> that'd be that'd be. It wacky. would be really misproportioned, but you could probably <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> be like really, really ugly. I mean, it's like those really cringy Minecraft skins that people make that are like hot dogs, but it's it's a hot dog that literally splits into at the bottom for legs. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yikes! I mean, some of the game modes that were uh, that are in GMod is like servers now started off as somebody just fucking around. Yeah, Trouble in Terrace Town is mainly like role play at this point I was thinking um... but what I was thinking of was like Roblox that they literally so I mean I have both things on my computer right now because even that's like entry level but it's... so I have Roblox player which is basically a shortcut to the Roblox page on Chrome, Google Chrome or whatever your browser is and then yeah. you know that's the software you actually end up playing the game on when you launch it Roblox Studio is the other one and that you choose a base plate or whatever and then you go wild you make whatever blocks you need you attach them together give them certain physics code in some stuff whatever you want code in objectives code in you know stuff that shows up on the screen yeah you have to do all that stuff yourself and that's like you have to learn lua which is a programming language for that hmm it's yeah i didn't really realize how much it was until i got into it because i was like you know what but it can make a good Roblox game, so I'm going to. And same same thing happened with that as it did in Unity, because I just don't know how to code. And yeah, I realized knowing, that the hard way. Knowing how to code is definitely like... I want to learn, but it's and apparently it's not hard. I just don't know which one I want to learn. I've heard that it's... Well, I mean, I, I know that there's like... Because I looked up on YouTube one time, what's a good beginning code? 
and they he, they basically said like if you know one you pretty much know all of them you just need to know like the variations like there's variations well the variations are what's hard to learn and remember because oh, yeah, yeah. you know one variation will work good on like java for example and then if you switch it over to like python it's going to be something completely different yeah python is what i know a lot of people are actually learning and people in our server actually too are talking about learning python but I know uh, the ones that I know of off the top of my head are Lua, Java, JavaScript, C++, HTML5, CSS3, SQL, and Python. But there's plenty more out there. And sometimes people make like a code from the ground up just to be used in a specific game. Are you trying to segue into, uh, into uh, custom Oh, yeah. Games? I mean, I could. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could really segue into that. It sounded so, like, like well, that's those, what you were going for. Game, <laughs> codes, but, um, I, whatever works, dude. At this point, but um, let's think. So like Rockstar, they made Rage, which is the Rockstar Advanced Game Engine. I hate how um outdated it is. They've used it since like their early beginnings. Yeah. You still, like on console, I hate mashing the A button to run. Like that is the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's stupid. I don't know. If, have you ever played a Rockstar game? Oh or? yeah, no. I used to. Okay, so on. Well, it wasn't on Xbox, but it was back in the day when I used to go over to one of my buddy's houses. He had a mm-hmm. PlayStation. I want to say it was two. Or something. Which which uh which PlayStation was Liberty City Stories on? Sounds like two, either two or one. That's an older game. No, it's not one. I know it's not one. It's on two because I had a PS One and it definitely wasn't a PS One. Pretty sure it was a PS Two. But I remember having to mash the button to fucking run, and it was the most, like you said, quote unquote. It's the is the most annoying shit I've ever had to do. Yeah, it's stupid. It is. It's the worst. Like, can I don't understand how hard Even it is to... Even holding it, like you hold it to jog, and then you mash it and mash it and mash it to run. It's the same way in Red Dead. It's the same way in GTA. It's like, it's such an outdated mechanic, and the fact that they haven't even put forth any effort to fix it. <laughs> I don't even know, like, I, it kind of makes me want to... It doesn't make me want to get the game on PC or anything like that, but, like, kind of look around and see if they make any mods that, like, change that or something. Oh, yeah, but no, when again, you, uh... control completely different on PC. Yeah, no, when you get it on, uh, when you get it on PC, you have to mash the space bar. That's the difference. No, I'm just fucking kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> could you, could you imagine that, though? Like, like you get off console and you're like, finally, I don't have to mash that stupid A button. You get on PC, turn on Grand Theft Auto Five. You have to mash the fucking space bar. That'd be oh, the no, stupidest shit. They made shit. it even worse. Left and right mouse buttons for left and right feet. Oh hell no! <laughs> I'd be I would love to see left. a physics kind of game like that. Like if you, if you misclick, you trip and fall. <laughs> Wasn't there a mobile game like that? It was called like Daddy Long Legs or something like that. Oh you had to, my like, walk god! Correctly. I haven't fucking thought of that game in forever. I never played it. I've just seen people play it, was... it, and it looked really cringy. So I never looked into it oh yeah manual samuels uh, i i only saw a very little bit about manual samuel but literally saw, it's on a, it's on game pass or something like that and that's how i saw it do you know what Xbox. it is no not really yeah you have to you have to manually breathe walk 
you know, move in general, close your eyes, you know. What? Yeah, all of it's manual. You have okay, to. Okay, that just sounds retarded. I'm sorry. Well, it's a challenge game. It's like a you it's know a challenge game. Like what? What's the challenge? Like mentally you challenge? You have to. <laughs> 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 that just sounds remember... stupid. I'm sorry. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember how it happens to him, but it like somehow he gets in this situation to where he has to do everything manually. It'd be a good VR game. Thinking about it, I didn't, I don't want that as a VR game. But basically, it's like, like, excuse me. It's like you have to get to the door. And to getting to the door, you have to get up off your feet while also breathing, maintaining your breathing, and blinking your eyes so that your eyes don't get dried out and you don't suffocate. (laughs) I'd be panicking during that game. I'd be like, like. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely induces that. That's that. It's a thing that happens, definitely. Or like it's, it's a lot like the game um, I Am Bread. Fuck that I, game. Yeah, that actually. I don't know. That seems pretty fun. No, it is. It's not a funny fun. concept, I think. Oh Maybe yeah, no. The concept is. The concept is entertaining, but the actual game itself is immensely enraging. Oh, okay. Other um, other enraging game. Um, getting over it. Oh fuck. God damn, you wish you had to do that. I had to. I want that game, but not, like, I want oh, it I just played because it. I've seen people play it. Do you have it? I, I I don't know if I still have it. Let me see. It's Yeah, it's fun to watch other people play it. I watched PewDiePie do, like, a... I want to call it a series. Was it a series? He did yeah, a series on it, me. and he got, like, enraged on it. Like... On his first video on it, you know, he was just fine, nonchalant playing this game. And then on, like, by video 8 or 9, the thumbnail was him, like, shirtless with a sledgehammer. Like, he had gone (laughs) mad. You can see, like, the mental degradation of this man. It was bad. Yeah, no. Fucking getting over it with Bennett Foddy was some actual bullshit. Because, okay, I'm going to try to explain this in the best way I can. The way the mouse movement works is that when you start moving, your mouse stays in the same place, so the hammer tracks the mouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're trying to get up on stuff, you have to move the mouse with the thing, or else you're gonna you're gonna knock yourself off of something, or you're gonna do something wrong. And it's. It's just you yeah, have to play you it. Mean. You'll have to play it I, to understand. I would try it, but I I don't want to spend money on a game that I'm gonna get mad at like that. Is it? Do you have to spend money on it? Is it a game that costs money? I don't remember. It's been fucking forever since I've. Let me see. Um. Yeah, I have it. I haven't played it in fucking forever. When's the last time I played it? Game purchased. 12-9-2017. Yeah, it's probably for a really good reason. Also... No, I remember when that got popular, because that was just a little... Oh, yeah. Like a small... Yeah. So, um... Speaking of... Sorry, that took me a minute to fucking figure out what the hell I was going to say. Speaking of games, like indie games... Uh, 
You remember Unturned? I heard of it, but I've never. No, I haven't played it or anything. You haven't played who? I thought you had played it. I could have sworn you've played it. You haven't played the game Unturned. It's like Roblox except with zombies, and it's very, very low res. I no, I saw it, and I I think I asked you guys if it was any good, and nobody said it was good. So I never. I mean, I installed it's not. It. I it's, didn't waste my time. It's not. It can't very be worse good. than Block Post. You remember that game we played? Block Post wasn't that bad. It could. Yeah, it was worse. the leveling up system. You have to like do the same crap that happens in like. I don't know. Oh well, yeah. No, you got a point there. No, you're right. You're right. You, you have to level up. You have to play the game for like three weeks to get to like level three. It's kind of <laughs> like Phantom Forces and Roblox. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, the way Unturned was... Well, at the beginning, it was, like, really bare bones. There wasn't much to it. You kind of had to just go into it and figure it out. Because they didn't really have much of a tutorial. They sort of was just like, Here is game. Hope you like. Don't die. There is green man. Shoot green man with gun. Pretty much. No, that's almost exactly what it was. And, um... I can't tell you how many times I died because I starved to death because I tried to eat berries that turned out to be poisonous. That shit was so enraging. Yeah. And you couldn't find any food anywhere think, else. Um, I haven't played it, but I was interested in the idea of uh, Daisy. Daisy does look kind of good. It, It's not. Oh, is like, it? Like, you might think that. Yeah, so, like, I was watching the stream or whatever play it. And they could, they could like, barely get into the game because, like, all the servers were, like, not down, but, like, they were full and they didn't have enough or something like that. And this was more recent, too. Oh, you said, like, so it was either they couldn't get in the server because it was full or because they couldn't get anything started because there was barely any people there. No, no, there were, there were people, there were enough people to fill in all the servers, but there was, like, not enough servers for the people. So it was like oh. good luck playing it, and it's one of those games where like you kind of pick up where you left off each time. So yeah, damn, that's that's kind of shitty. Like it seems like a neat idea and concept, but like I think it would be annoying too. To like, here's the pack of ammo. Press this button to open the pack of ammo. Press this button to load however many bullets into this magazine. Assuming yeah. you have the magazine and bullets, and then you know, like it's just a lot to it. It's like, yeah, I like realism in games, but I don't know about that. I could see how that could be appealing, because there's other games that I've looked at that I thought were really good, and it was simply because they were that realistic. You had to do all of the things. Yeah. See, I was thinking that, too, because then in, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, there's a... Say you pick it, you go into this house or whatever, and you're trying to loot the house, or you're looting these bodies after you get in a shootout with, like, 30 people and win. If you're trying to if you're trying to go through be thorough and loot all the bodies for, you know, whatever money or whatever stuff they might have, ammo. Yeah. Okay, so you go up to the body, you hold assume we're playing it on an Xbox, you hold X to loot the body. You bend down, pick up the body, look around in their pockets, drop them, and then it'll tell you what you picked up. Next body. You know, like 30 minutes later you're like, "Okay, Let's go on to the next objective, a.k.a. sleep, because I've been doing this for three hours. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, like picking up a can of soup. Like you, you have you have to pick the can of soup off the off the counter or wherever it's at, and then you open your bag and put it in there, and then it's just like, bam, you have soup. Like it's, it's something. It's I excessive get the idea, animation. Like, we get it yeah. after the first five times. Yeah, and honestly, like Rockstar, don't pay that much attention to animations. Pay attention to mashing A to run. <laughs> yeah, God, you guys are not good at this. There's real problems here. God damn it! I don't care how long it takes to pick up the can of soup. Okay, I don't care how realistic it is. It's. I just want the damn soup. <laughs> just give me the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clicks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. I'm doing it to you in a DM. But please don't do uh, this to me. I have to do it to I you. I don't even know you, what it you, is. You made a fatal mistake. I don't even know what it is. It's the title. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep, I made a big oopsie. Oh, this is a big sad. Hold on, I got this. Don't you worry. Don't worry. worry don't you worry your little head. Look at that. Oh, shit. Okay. Look at me. I did the thing. I fixed it. It still says podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to point that out. Shit. It still says podcast. I don't know when that's going to change. Oops. My bad. Hey, typos happen. Get off my fucking ass. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm doing the thing again. There we go. Now it's fixed and fantastic, and you don't have to worry about it being a typo anymore because it's not a typo. Hell yeah. I don't know. It still's pock on my end. Okay. Yeah. The big well, pock. you have to you have to refresh the page. Speaking of speaking of good games, um, I like how Borderland there was just silence out. after that. Yeah. No. Like I. <laughs> I got a DM, and I was reading that as I was trying to think, and I, have, I can't think while doing any other thing. I have been imposter gamer this entire time. I have no favorite game. I do not like game. I do not like play game. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of good games, there are none. <laughs> Damn. No, that was the joke. Yeah, thank Rest you, man. Rest in peace. No. Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 is fantastic. Oh, and that's shit. what uh, okay. Munich and I were just talking no about. No one said anything about it being the jerk-off uh, jerk part of the podcast. But, I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. You do your thing. No. The, uh, <laughs> eh. Like. Eh, it, it's just good. I'm not going to, like. I haven't finished it yet. And I did come across the bug, so it's not, like. No, like, actually, no, delve into it. What do you like the most? What do you like the least? Okay, so what if do you're I like gonna, the most? If you're gonna, if you're gonna mention it, you might as well get into it, because then people are yeah. gonna be like, eh. Alright, let's get into it. Borderlands 3, it's a great game so far, but, um, I like the fact that there's a lot of guns, you know? There's over 2 billion guns in the game, which was actually said by them when they first, you know, announced the game. And... You know, the story, I really like the story, how it kind of, like, segues off the first game, or the second game, I should say. Well, I guess all of them. There's a, there's a little piece of from all the old games kind of in this, and if you played the old games, you'll realize them or you'll recognize them. 
That's always fan service. And I think that's cool. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it's less of fan service and more like, wow, this is actually the same game. It doesn't feel like it's made by different people. Yeah. And then they added they added the ability to actually slide when you were running. You can uh, you can crouch jump now as you slide or slide jump. You can. Well, slide jumping and crouch jumping are like two completely different things. But yeah, there you go. You said clambering as um, well. So right? yeah, clambering is a thing now too, which is amazing. Like in combat and stuff like that. Being able to move around and instead of just jump over walls and crouch behind cover, you can slide behind the walls. You can melee the environmental hazards like the, the barrels of fire in onto people or spill oil everywhere and then light it on fire, or spill water and put electricity to it. You know, it just makes hazards for your enemies too. So it's pretty crazy. See, now I have to speak of my sins. I've never played a Borderlands game. Simply because I have it's never not too been. Late for you. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not opposed to buying Borderlands Three. It's literally just that I would like to save my money. And you, you already know this. I'm not like saying it's like this is what I'm trying to do. But I'm trying to save my money so that I can get a PC. It's just that's what yeah. my main objective is right now. And if I spend, I already, I already have like a bunch of stuff I'm trying to spend money on. I don't need to just be like, oh, fuck it, $60 is $60. $60 could get me several things. In this things. case, yes, it is. And what are you going to do when Doom Eternal comes out? You're going to make decisions, so just go ahead and get over Damn. it. Damn. See, see, but then you're asking me, where am I going to put my $60? And no, it's not going to be in my ass. It's going to be on the desk of the GameStop when I buy Doom Eternal. Or it's in the pockets see, of my, Microsoft. Because Doom Eternal, I want more than a game I've never played the uh, the prequels to. Eh. Eh, I'm right. I don't want to buy a game if I've never played the games before it and it's really just a shot in the dark when I know for a fact, for almost a fact, that I'm going to enjoy Doom Eternal. Well, yeah. No, we all are. And we're all <laughs> getting that game. That's it's. We've all made the suicide pact. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the only suicide that's going to be taking place is the suicide of any free time because when that comes out it's going to be all downhill from there the assisted suicide of all the demons in that game oh yeah see there you go yeah no my favorite <laughs> I'm hype. So far is that that tweet that they put out like um it was the doom slayer putting uh one of the one of the demon's guns in his own mouth and I'm blowing its head off and saying, LMAO, where's your head at? <laughs> that was the funniest tweet I'd ever seen. Yeah. No, okay, so, I don't know. For those of you that have been following the Twitter, you might have seen it. Um, Solemn, did you see the, the thing that I retweeted? Um, it was um, It was the creators of Smash talking about how they're not going to add non-video game characters like Iron Man or Goku. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they're not. Yeah, well, did you see what I put on well, it? Well, Goku, I don't even think will count anymore because they do have um like Dragon Ball Fighter games and stuff now. Well, too. yeah, but the they its its origin was not video games. Yeah, it's from a from a manga actually. Exactly. Yeah. So, and Iron Man's from a comic, so there's no way it's yeah. gonna make its way into Smash, and that makes the most sense. I completely support well, Smash, that. Half of Smash's thing is deals with other developers through like Nintendo mainly through Nintendo. 
Well, like they're talking about Dakota marched in my into my room and said there was some there was some possibility, which I still doubt it. I still openly doubt it. There was some small possibility that Doom Slayer might make it into Smash, which I okay, highly that, doubt. I can't. Okay, I can see that before I could see anyone like Goku. Well, yeah, no, it makes the most sense because of like video game characters, but like. No, 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 not no, not in that. Okay. Not in that sense. Okay. Why? Doom twenty sixteen is on Switch. They brought that to Switch. Yeah. Which means that. Id Software actually made a a bit of a deal with Nintendo to port it to the Switch. Okay. So with them already having that bit of a friendship, it's not impossible for them to bring. Oh yeah. The Doom Slayer no, into no. Smash. I never said it was impossible. I just think it's very unlikely. For a game based around yeah. like a family setting to have the fucking Doom Slayer in it, I well, don't yeah, know about that. Think, think about it this way too, because you can, you can have the new looking Doom Slayer, or they can even do what they did with like Mr. Game and Watch, and make it like a, a two D sprite and just bring the old Doom Slayer from like the old Doom games back. I mean, yeah, but I'd and much rather have make, Doom like, make a skin for Doom. him or like a skin variation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can have a skin variation of him that is. 16 doom. Oh god. But I mean, I got to say, even though I'm like I doubt it's going to happen, I definitely would Sans fucking is in smash. Anything can happen. Sans <laughs> 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 found his way into smash. God damn it. Fucking Sans. Uh, oh, that that is a thing that happened. That is definitely a thing that happened. It, although god. he's not directly in smash, they um He's not his own standalone character. Yeah, he's but... not a standalone character. He's like a skin for your me fighter. But number one, it still happened and is official. Yeah. And number two, Toby Fox actually was talking about how he did music specifically for Smash that was like a spinoff of one of the songs in Undertale. Oh my goodness. So like it's it's all official, and I think I did retweet that when it happened, but. That's fucking nuts. Hey, because it was crazy seeing it from him because I was seeing all the memes. And yeah. then seeing Kobe Fox actually tweet out about it, it was like, wow. That, that It's official. People aren't lying just to get it there, you know? Well, somebody, I forget if it, I don't remember if it was Dakota or somebody else that showed me that Sans was trending in the U.S. And I was like, why the fuck I is Sans? Was I it you? That. Okay. Yeah. So then I was like, I was sitting there just like, why the fuck is Sans trending in the U.S.? And then I looked, you know and I it was that? fucking Sans and Smash, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's why it's trending. Jesus. Okay, so like number one, okay. <laughs> Mutagen actually sent me, he sent me a DM, and I ignored it. I didn't mean <laughs> to, but I think, well, I was, a, I was busy at the time. And I kind of just skimmed over it. I didn't really click on it. was a link to something or a picture. or some, I don't know. It was something like that. Uh-huh. And I didn't have time to really look at it. And it all I saw was Sans. And I was like, okay, cool, Sans, Sans meme. Er. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then er. you and I were talking later on. And then I was, I was going through Twitter and I saw trending. And number one on trending was Sans. And I, I had to do a double take. And I was like, does that say Sans? Is like, did I misread that? Am I? What's happening to me right now? I'm oh, not. Shit. Not having a very good time. <laughs> and so when I clicked on it to see what it was, it was Sans and Smash, like you said. And then I looked back in my DMs, and sure enough, that's what it was. 
He was showing me that before it like started trending. I felt bad afterwards, but it was like How the fuck are you supposed to know that when somebody sends you Sans and Sans is already a meme, yeah. how are you supposed to yeah, know that like it's trending? When I, yeah, when anyone sends me anything to do with Sans, like meme. How look at meme. I've seen this meme 6,847 times. I don't need to see it again. Damn. That's pretty exact. (laughs) Man, that's pretty accurate. Wait, so, okay, so you said that if you were to make any game, that you'd probably make one of those strategy, um, top-down strategy games, right? Yeah, like an RPG kind of thing. (sighs) Not, Not necessarily strategy, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think like what type of game I'd make. See, this is three just so you can see it come out. <laughs> um, see, that's why that's probably it's probably a good idea that um in my million dollar game idea. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that mint because uh, that's probably why I'm not a game developer. Is just because I'm like, well, I'd like a game that's like Sea of Thieves or like Titanfall or like Doom or like and these yeah, other these games. Yeah, but these are all just concepts, and if the concepts already exist, how are you supposed to make a spinoff of it? Exactly. That'd be an original. Exactly. It's not original. Exactly. So it's like that's why I don't think I'd be very good as a game designer because I don't have any original ideas. A lot of them just branch off of what of what's you know what I'm really around. interested in. What are you really interested in? I'm really interested in Bethesda's Starfield. Refresh my memory on that because I've heard there's Starfield, literally nothing but... to re- there's nothing to refresh. It's just a title screen that says Starfield. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. They teased yeah. it not not at this past E three, but um, last year, twenty eighteen Z three. Huh. They were when they first announced Doom Eternal. They were like, you know what? This is this is another little project we've been working on, and Todd Howard showed it off. And he's like, well, we don't want to release too much about it yet, but we're still in the early stages. He didn't say anything about it really, but it's like. What I'm thinking of is, like, you know how Skyrim and Fallout pretty much play the same, like, they're almost the same game? Sort of, yeah. Well, not story-wise, but, like, the way they play. Yeah, they're both yeah. made off of the, the same engine, the creation engine. But, um, what I'm thinking is, like, one of those types of games in space. That would be interesting. Yeah, and even that alone sounds really cool. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm trying to think of how they would do that. Like, what do you mean? I'm well. I'm just interested in the lore behind it, really. Well, yeah, the lore also. Lore. The lore also sounds interesting, but I'm wondering how they would even do that. Like, what do you mean in space? Like on a planet or like? Well. It- when they say Starfield, I'm thinking, like, th- multiple planets or, like, galaxies and stuff. Like, a big, vast area. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think, like, because... I mean, we can take as many shots in the dark as you'd like to, but none of them are going to be right, because there's nothing official about it yet. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we don't really... I mean, we, we don't can know go anything, back and forth so. all day long about how what it might be, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to figure. I'm like trying to think about what they would do with that, though. 
Because, like, if you say Fallout in space, I'm like, okay, is it on planets? Or is it on, like, a space station? Or is it, Yeah, like, that's what I would imagine, <clears throat> like, a space station or something like that, maybe. Or, like, something like in Asteroid Belt. Maybe something yeah. in an Asteroid Belt. But maybe like, have different areas, like, one where you would walk around in a space station, one where you would be on certain planets, <laughs> another where you would be, um, like, spacewalking or something like that. Between yeah. I don't know, all with combat, so there'd have to be some some kind of enemy there, right? Yeah. Which would mean certain types of guns that you would use in space. I don't know. Like I said, we can talk about it all you want, but it's nobody knows yet. Yeah, no. I'm just excited to, yeah, let's nuke outer space. Agreed. <laughs> How would that even... I'm not even going to go into that. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it can all be canon, in a way. Like, the only thing... The world got nuked, so we went to space. The only thing that I'm... <sighs> Sorry. The only thing that I'm worried about when it comes to space stuff is accuracy. Like, if you blow up a nuke in space, in the void of space, it does not happen like a nuke on Earth. It is an orb. That is how that works. Don't fuck it up. When you are in space and you fire a gun, if you even can, I'm pretty sure you can't, um, unless it's a certain type of, unless it's like a certain type of gun, um, there wouldn't be fire. That's not how that works. What's another thing? Okay, so the new, this is completely off topic from game design, but, um, that new um, movie, if you've seen the trailer for it, called Ad Astra. There's a uh, there's a, a shot where Brad Pitt is climbing this uh, this um, what do you call it? I think it's like a space elevator or a space ladder or something like that. And his suit is all baggy, which is incorrect if you were near space if you were in the vacuum of space if you needed to wear a fucking space suit your suit would be puffed up because of the surrounding vacuum that's how that works and they yeah, didn't fucking trapped inside it, it would exactly and they didn't fucking they didn't fucking get that right which is really it's small but it's enraging cuz it's, it's like hard it's to get not that, like that right. Unless you're like really researching it beforehand. Well, yeah, but, but like, like the Martian fucking. Like that, you need to research. Yeah, the movie The Martian fucking nailed it though. Like, yeah, they obviously had some attention to detail. Or you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually like credited the movie The Martian. It's oh, actually yeah. his favorite space movie because they they got so much of it like correct. Oh yeah, yeah, no, there a lot of a lot of um, big names in science. Have been have said that they've been like yeah they've well the Martian was originally a book and the guy who wrote the book was really into that stuff so he made sure all of the science was like sound and made sense and then they yeah. the book well, they did, did well enough that's cool oh yeah no when you do your homework and everything works out so it's a cool story and it's scientifically possible the story is just that much better. Because everything's accurate. You're not like, oh, it's Death Star. It, it pulled energy from asshole and shoot at the planet. Like, wow, so cool. That actually sounds really cool. <laughs> um, 
um, it's like there's a lot of loose ends and stuff that's like, eh. It's like if you can explain it in a scientific way that is actually rooted in reality, that's awesome. That's cool because at some point we might actually be able to get to that stage. But, but when it's just, you know, like I pulled something out of the shit dimension, then okay, cool. I, there's not a shit dimension that exists here, so I guess that'll never happen. Cool, I guess. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I won't be able to experience the shit dimension, so, you know, of course, I'm distraught. You've destroyed my entire day. I hope you're happy. But, um... Sorry, we got all, we got super off track with that. Talking about fucking yeah. space movies and how accurate they are. Well, I mean, it kind of goes into it, because the same thing in games. Oh, like, yeah. You can't make, can't make a game about history or, like, stuff like that without knowing your history. But I'm not going to get too much into that. Hell is, yeah, we can't we can't talk about that. Um, Yeah, no, accuracy is key when it comes to some stuff like that. Speaking of accuracy, oh, my heckin' goodness. Okay, so when it comes to one thing that really bothers me is when it comes to, like, medieval fighting games, like For Honor or, um... What, there's a new one that came out recently. Fuck, and you, it's only on PC. What is it called? Soviet Wombles played it a bit. I know you don't watch Soviet Womble, but... God. His vids are so choppy. I don't like them. I, th- I like them. I think they're funny, but that's... that's. Like, everyone he plays with has, like, crappy mic quality. I'm just tr- annoying to listen to. I'm trying to remember what the game was that it's a new game where you play as like two like medieval armies dressed up in armors of different types like you can customize what armor you're wearing and you literally it's just a skirmish just everyone beating the fuck out of each other with giant swords and maces and bows and arrows and on horses and all this stuff I just I wish I could remember what it's called but um it's stuff like I just saw recently a test done about like arrows, like heavy duty arrows against breastplates, like armor, breastplate armor. Yeah. And they just dink, like bounce off of it. Oh, yeah. No, but people have been trying to prove there's never been on YouTube or at least on any video viewing platform, there has never been a sound and exact. Um, example being uh, that uh, there hasn't been like an example put out there that is like concrete and shows exactly what happens when you shoot a, an accurate um, um, medieval a time correct exactly yeah. arrow at like for what they what they were shooting at was like a French breastplate that was like made exactly as they would have made it back then. And the, the, I think it was like the, where the stomach or chest is, the middle of the armor was like two, two, uh, what is it? 2.5 millimeters thick. Those arrows did jack shit. 2.5 millimeters is an inch. Is that what it is? 2.5 millimeters is an inch. No, millimeters. Millimeters. That's not an inch. Oh. Millimeters. Millimeters, not centimeters. Gotcha. 
Um, I, I can't remember my metric conversions you're, that well. You're good, but it's two millim It's two point five millimeters thick at the center, at the at like center mass, and okay. they had this motherfucker that could shoot a longbow that had a hundred and fifty draw weight, and he was. N- a- say what were you gonna say? <laughs> it, nothing. I cut that thought off real quick. Yeah, that's a. Big, I think what you're gonna say is that a that's a big fucking bow, <laughs> and yeah, it is a big fucking bow. It's ridiculous. I was watching this guy shoot, and the muscles on this man, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he said he said his max is like 200. He can pull a 200 pound bow. And when is like 60, <laughs> and I struggle. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was like, good lord, man. And he's been, he, basically, he's been training with that, with that bow like they would have back in the day, um, from childhood. Like, he's been working up to that 150 pound longbow pull (laughs) since he was like a kid. And this guy was lobbing these heavy ass arrows at this armor plate, and it sounded like gunshots ricketing, ricocheting off. The fucking breastplate. It was ridiculous. But it proved once and for all that you cannot make it through through armor with heavy even heavy duty arrows. Like they dented it, yes, and it and it shocked the the ballistic gel and all the armor under it, but it didn't go through and it didn't damage anything. It dented it and that's about it. Yeah. And so nobody the only can thing say they anything really different. Worried about and stuff like that were like the arms and legs. Because in between where your forearm and like your bicep would have been, there was oh yeah yeah there were these little like mesh kind of joints in between. Yeah, there was the where gaps where there like was vulnerable where there areas. was like yeah. so what they would usually wear under like breastplates and stuff like that is like, like riveted mail or a gambeson, which is like a textile cloth Another... um, padding that goes under the um, that goes under the the mail, whether it be ring mail or riveted mail. You and then under that would be like a shirt, but there are soft like like you said before there are soft spots in between, and there also is like the leg and leg and arm armor that are thinner than the breastplate, but they're also yeah. more tightly curved, so it's hard for an arrow to to hit it, bite and punch through. Usually you'll hit it and then ricochet off because it's curved so tightly. But yeah. go ahead and say what you're gonna say because I. I just wanted to finish So, that. like, in China and stuff like that, uh, I think it was mainly, like, Mongolia and junk like that, I think. But, like, they used, um, they wore silk underneath because an arrow wouldn't go through the silk because of how it was woven. They would, like, the arrow would go, like, into the silk, but it wouldn't, um, they'd be able to just pull the arrow out of the silk. It was really weird. I don't... That's what I I'd have to I'd have to look it up. Back. I'd have to look it up because there might be a little more to it just being silk. Like it might be silk over something else. That Maybe. or it's just a lot of it. Like it's a lot of fucking layers. Because that can also do it too. Um but I don't know. Just silk is kinda I don't know. I I'm not gonna say anything about it because I'd have to look it up and see what's up. But, um, 
But it's back to my original point was it knowing that stuff these days, it makes it, it kind of irks me a little bit when I'm playing when I was when I played For Honor. I don't anymore because fuck that game. Um, when you could take like even in Skyrim, that was annoying being able to be hurt by arrows, even though I had like metal over my chest. Oh yeah, like well for me it was like on For Honor, if I am a fucking lawbringer which is literally a guy in full plate armor, big-ass dude in full plate armor with a goddamn pole arm, some motherfucker, albeit in plate armor, with a sword, like a long sword, smacks me, it should do jack shit. It shouldn't do anything to me. Because you know what it is? It's a sword that's going to tink off the side of my fucking armor, and then I'm going to crack them in half with a goddamn pole arm. See, you know what else is wrong with all that, and that game in particular? What? It's a Ubisoft game. <laughs> Ubisoft bad. That is that is ridiculous. Yes, so in Skyrim, since you had to get that perk, you had to learn that instead of holding your air, uh, instead of holding your shield parallel to the arrow, you have to hold it perpendicular to the arrow. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> let me let me block arrow with small part of shield. Strong, catch arrow well. Hmm. God, what if it went through it, cut your shield in half, and then hit you right between the eyes? <laughs> God That's damn called it. a bullet. <laughs> that, that is bullet. <laughs> Stop with the voice, please. You're hurting me. No, I love it. It's one of my favorite voices to do. But, yeah. It's, it's my least favorite. But when a game does the, does the, uh, like the medieval armor stuff right, it makes me really happy. Because it's just, it's if it's right, it's right. And that's how it is. Now, when it comes to games like Sea of Thieves, where it has that, that Royal Sovereign, what is it? I think it's the Royal Sovereign um, um, jacket, I think they call it, but it has like a gold breastplate. Yeah, obviously, I don't give... It's Sea of Thieves. It's obviously a cosmetic. I'm not actually expecting it to do anything. And even though it doesn't do anything... It doesn't bother me because I'm not even thinking about it half the time. Gotcha. Vanilla Skyrim and one of the bandits just pull a fucking gun on you. What? That's what mods are for. (laughs) Wait, is that an actual thing? Apparently. Oh, wait, imagine. You're okay. That would be... A big not okay. Yeah. You're in For Honor and you're about to end this, uh... You're about to end this berserker and he pulls out a pump-action sawed-off shotgun. It's not even... It's not, like, anything that could be, like, an older gun. It's just, like, a new... It's, like, a vector or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love watching those things on YouTube, like, different weapon tests against different types of armor. Like, that shit's fascinating to me. Simply because a lot of that stuff was, like, upgraded and changed simply because they know that people died 
because it didn't work the the other way. So they're like, well, Jeffrey died, so we got to do it a different way so that Steve doesn't die. So it's like, can you imagine how much, how long it must have taken them to figure out all this stuff and how many people had to fucking die? <laughs> well, I mean, not to say that they didn't have like a testing thing where they like put the fucking armor on a dummy and then shoot it. Like, there is that. But at the same time, like, a lot of this stuff is found out because somebody gets gets fucking wiped out in a battle because their armor isn't good enough. The whole army just yeah, fucking gets wiped. Just, yeah, because they were just banging that stuff together and just, like, throwing it out to people as they went out onto the battlefield. It wasn't like they had enough time to really test everything, work out all the kinks. Well, a lot of it was, like... It wasn't even like you were testing the armor. It was sort of like you you knew what it was supposed to look like. You know what it was supposed to sound like if you hit it. You know it's supposed to... Because that's what a lot of metal work is. Is like checking to see how it looks. It's checking to see how, how it like... If it's... So one of the things is if you can... If you can uh, scratch hardened metal against... Because when you... Nor oh, what is it called? Um, when you... Um, Shit, what is it called? It's when you temper a blade and you basically make the, the inside or the spine of the blade soft, but you make the edge of the blade hard, but not brittle. So you'll take like a file and you'll scrape it against the um, the blade to make sure the blade just skates across, or the to make sure the, the file skates across the blade to make sure, you, you know, it's, it's a fucking, it's a fucking hard edge and not you know a soft one because if you have a soft one your your blade is going to go out the fucking window immediately um they had those type of tests they had the basic tests but there if there was some like weird thing that just happened to malfunction with the armor just because, like, they checked all their stuff, but it was something they would have never been able to see unless they had actually shot it beforehand, then there's no way they would have found that because they did, like you said, they didn't test it, but they had ways of, quote-unquote, testing it, you know? Yeah, but it was a test as they made it, not like... And it's not like, say, like, they shot it... It's not a ballistics like, test. Okay, this one's good to go. You already shot it, so it's already damaged, so then there's that. Yeah, it's a ballistics test. Yeah. They didn't have ballistic tests, but they had tests to make sure it was okay. It was less of a test of how it worked and more of like, did I do it right? Well, because the concept is supposed to work. Well, yeah. Well, the con. Well, what it is is like somebody survives a battle, so you have that armor. That armor works, so you make copies of it, and you just make a shit ton of them. So obviously, all of them are going to be the same. And then if something's going wrong, it's obviously with the design and not how it was made in general. Because usually they were pretty good about that. Um, we are so... F- wow. We are so fucking off topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Talking I about like medieval that. medieval fucking armor. Jesus. Uh, moral of the story, Ubisoft bad. Yes, Ubisoft bad. I can't think of another game that actually has realistic armor. Weapon versus armor. Because if you think about it... Oh, I don't want to get into realism too much. Well, if you think about it, realism with medieval combat with pe- people in like full plate armor is very hard to do because a lot of if you were going to use a, a 
a long sword from back then to fight somebody in full plate armor, you're either going to be half sorting, which is where you hold the handle or you hold the hilt, and you hold halfway down the blade, and you sort of use it like a tiny spear to poke into the uh, the gaps in the other person's armor. Or you're going to be using that thing as a fucking heavy-ass bludgeoning weapon to try to crush the other person's armor in certain places. Or like break shoulders and collarbones, or break hips, stuff like that. Rattle their head around in their helmet so that it like sort of gets them off their, you know... Their shit. Here, have a concussion. Pretty much. So it's like when you've got game like I'm I'm bringing it back to For Honor, but when you've got games where you can literally just slice through somebody in full fucking plate armor with a with a fucking warden uh, longsword, that's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit, and it makes me angry because that's not how that shit works. And but I mean, I understand that it would be hard to do realistic shit because of how complicated it was. No, it wouldn't. It's easy to make something go tink. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I meant. It's easier to make make metal and metal go tink than it is for it to cut through, like, six layers of metal and five layers of, like, obsidian. Well, it's either... It's easy to do both. You literally... All you have to do is change the other person's player model to have armor on rather than no armor on, but have it do the same effect as if it... as if they didn't have armor on. What I'm saying is like... Well, if somebody didn't do their homework, they're like, armor cool, you buy armor with actual money, you slice through the armor with actual money. Welcome to Ubisoft. <laughs> um, but my thing is, is like, if you were going to make a game that that um, that allowed you to fight as if you were a medieval knight back in those days, it would have to implement half-sorting a choice between half-sorting or bludgeoning with your sword, this heavy-ass sword, and if you're doing bludgeoning, you could just do it the regular thing, only you'd be, like, bouncing your sword off the other person's armor, which is that whole tink thing, um, which is one thing. But the other thing, which would be more con- or what would be more complicated, would be the half-sorting bit, because then you'd have to, you'd have, to have a way... For them, for the player to target the soft point, well, not the soft points, but the gaps in the other person's armor, as well as being to being able to block the other person's attacks. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool for a VR game. Like a, oh yeah, like, for VR. PvP, like sword fighting game. Oh yeah, well, I mean, Blade and Sorcery is pretty good. Blade and Sorcery is a a VR sword game, but you have to have a lot of room for it and. And it's a tiny bit janky, but that's just because it's VR. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, but I mean, like, think uh, Valve Index and then, you know, oh, make, it a, yeah. make it a new oh, one centered around that. Dude, that would be fucking sick. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. I'd... I think that would work for a PvP game. But, like, there would only have to be – there would have to be a few exceptions. Like, the one, ex- the one major one was, like, you can't do damage to anyone's legs. Yeah, because that's that's literally just cheap. Like you can well, you can move your you hips have... and your body, or whatever, your sensors pick that up. But it's really hard to like. Oh, my leg wasn't there. That's BS kind of thing. Well, there's well, yeah. Well, there's leg sensors you can get. So I, what yeah, I would say is like you'd have to you you'd have to separate the players into 
full sensor to no uh, to a standard sensor. So it's like yeah, like have, yeah. So you'd have people that have the whole leg sensors so that you can the game knows where you're moving your legs, and then you have no sensor or like just the standard. And it's literally just if you swipe at their legs, it goes through their legs and nothing happens. So the only thing you're going to be able to hit is like their torso, their arms, their neck, their head, all that nice stuff. Like you were, like you were saying. Yeah. Which I mean, that I would like be pretty cool. Yeah, it still sounds like really cool, like one v one, like sword fighting. The only thing I have an issue with with blade and sorcery is that hitting somebody with a sword is super unsatisfying. Like, it'll sink into them a bit, but, like, it, like, gets stuck on the edge of them. It's more, um, it's more, it'd be more satisfying in Boneworks, it seems like. Yeah. Where their gravity will, like, pull them down it, if that makes sense. Well, not pull even, it's not even that. It's like, okay. Then they have that, like, dummy thing that they, they dropped onto the sword, and it, like, kind of impaled him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, not like that. What I'm saying is, like, in Blade and Sorcery, say you had, um... Say you had, like, a battle axe. Like, a big old two-handed Dane axe, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, one of those long, polearm-looking axes. And you took that thing, you put it above your head, in-game, and you swung it down and hit some guy in the head on the game. Now, what that's... Sideways, you just smacked him on the head with it. Well, not even... (laughs) Blade first, obviously. But, oh okay. Yes. Glad we cleared that up. So it just in you it goes what you'd expect is that it would go into his head. It like just split his noggin in two. That's what you'd expect it to do. But what it does instead is it goes in like an inch and a half or not even that. It goes in like more like in half an inch. And that's about it. And then it's like, "Oh man, he's stuck to axe. You have to wiggle him off." And it's like It's like a game What? Porn. Gorn, yeah, would, Gorn is a lot like it. Yeah, you would you would stick somebody with it, and then they'd be stuck to it. So you'd be beating people with people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty wild game. I'd like to play that game. Yeah, it looks like a good. I loved watching Swagger Souls play it. That was Swagger that was playing was hilarious. Nice. Swagger playing VR Minecraft was hilarious. Because <laughs> he would just sit there with his sword out and like scream at the creepers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's just a funny guy. VR Minecraft is definitely interesting. Gotta say. <laughs> Big yawn. Big yawn, boys. VR Minecraft is... I don't I don't think I'd ever seen that coming. I wouldn't play it. Really? Why? I would not play it. It's just... It doesn't... Like, the controls just seem janky for a game like that. I mean, it's like there's not a lot of stuff to do in VR, if that makes any sense. Like, so let's compare like H3 or something like that, where you're actually hands on, like grabbing the magazine, pulling it out, you know, loading the gun correctly, holding it correctly, firing it. You know, there's a lot of stuff to that. There's a lot of mechanics to that. Yeah. But in Minecraft, it's just like you're holding this and you have to press this button to do this thing with it. It's it's something is primitive is swinging an axe that doesn't need to be in vr i get what you're saying but i don't think i completely agree i still think it'd be a good time 
if you're playing Minecraft in VR, it's just, it's a different experience. It's not the same as, like, playing it on PC. It's like you actually get to look around the world freely as if you're in it. Now, I don't know about meeting anybody's Minecraft girlfriends, but, because that's a little weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely give it a try because I mean, the only thing that irks me is that you actually to to break a block, you actually have to repeatedly hit it. So, that's a, that's a little weird. I don't know about that, but well, I don't see how else you would do it, and doing it with a button would literally just defeat the purpose. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, there is the possibility of like. I was thinking, like, what if you just held the the tool in whatever block? But that's not even that's not even cool. Yeah, that just yeah it defeats the realism and the purpose. Yeah. I wonder if because now I'm curious as to how it works. So if it's a, is it like when you start hitting it, you see the cracks appear, and then when you stop hitting, the cracks slowly disappear. Like it would have to work like that, otherwise it's like. I don't know. I'm I guessing. have no idea. I yeah, I don't know either. I would. I don't, I don't even know how VR would work in that game. Like if it's if it's a mod for the game, like a VR support mod that you get for Java. Uh huh. Or if it's a thing you can do on Windows 10, or I don't know, because even Windows supports like Windows mixed reality games or whatever. Yeah. Whatever they call it. Oh shit! I gotta hold on. I gotta sit back up. I've been leaning back in my chair. And I'm sinning, so I need to sit back up. Oh, fuck. Mic up. Nighty night, Mint. Sleep well, my friend. Um, speaking of which, it's pretty late. I'm pretty tired. What else we got on here? I'm interested. What we got? Plenty actually, but we get yeah, you know. we do have a lot actually. <laughs> oh my goodness! What are your thoughts on mods? Mods, I'm okay with it. Honestly, it depends on what the game is, and the developers. You played Fallout Four, right? Uh, yeah, no, I played Fallout Four. You played it on console. Yeah. Did you use any mods on console? I did not. I did not. You never did? Nope. I suggest trying it out. Oh. Because you don't really have the, I guess, computer to play with certain games that have certain mods and all that. That is that is definitely true. I don't have the computer to do that. I mean, I I'd barely like have to. the computer to do that. I mean, like <laughs> with Java Edition and all that, being able to play with mods and stuff like that on Minecraft, yeah, that makes sense, but. Yeah, I definitely... I can't, I, like, my problem is with my computer right now, I can't play anything, a game made after 2008 <laughs> without it, like, you know, yeah. the frame rate. Yeah, no, I just, I think... Mods are, like... I don't see a point, because there's been, like, stuff where people are, like, banning banning the use of mods i know and there's some reasons why it's because it messes the game up but there's other things that it's like 
It's literally just something fun and goofy, and it, there's no reason for someone to just, like, ban that specifically because it modifies or changes the game in any way. Like, yes, I understand that you made this game a certain way to be a certain way, but um, allowing people to be creative and change it to see, and, and then in that way, being able to see how somebody will would change your game if they could is interesting. Yeah, like opening up to players is really cool. Oh, yeah, Giving yeah. Giving them the API and being able to, like, Here, here's our code, modify it the way you want. Yeah. But a lot of people, you don't even, like, have the choice to put a game out there because, like, when you install a game on a computer, you're installing all the files to it and you have access to those. So, like, you can open them up and do whatever you want with them anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if it's an online game or anything and you get caught doing that, you can get banned. Yikes. Yeah, no, that's 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 rough. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I do if it's an online game. Like a PvP game. So like, like, say somebody PUBG or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, well, there's like, that. Okay, like, infinite health cheat mod epic gamer. Well, yeah, when it comes to... Uh to pvp games it makes sense to ban mods because that's if it puts you at a high if it puts you in an advantage over other players then you know that's obviously bad yeah but a lot of mods aren't even like that and aren't even like supported by certain games like that so i mean i guess they got that i got get english and words and things uh, guess they got their bases covered in that in that aspect. Yeah. Not really something to... And everything that needs mods or whatever it has them, like for Fallout and stuff, you can get weapon mods and, you know, ones that add quests and stuff. Or uh, the one that I found the coolest, um, it's an add-on, well, not an add-on, but it's a mod for Fallout New Vegas. It's called Fallout New California. It's a series of mods you have to get, but once you download it, it basically creates an entire new game with a new story that's fully voiced and scripted and stuff. Oh, damn. Which people, people, yeah, people spent a lot of time on it, and it was really cool. And then there was another mod for Fallout New Vegas, too, because um, in the original game, the original game was rushed so they could come out with it and actually start making some money back because at the time, Obsidian Entertainment wasn't making enough money to like keep their heads above water. Yeah. So they had to rush the game out to, you know, make all the money back they were spending on the production. So they rushed it out without, they wanted to have, like, once you finish the game, like, you finished at the Hoover Dam and you had to choose a faction fight alongside. And after that happened, you were supposed to be able to keep playing. But they cut it off there and was like, okay, this is how your choices that you've made impacted the world of the game. The end. Here's the credits. Play from your latest save. But somebody made a mod that actually let you play after that and hear about all the changes you made and, you know, huh. how the fight at the dam took place and stuff like that. It was supposed to be added in the actual game, but a modder actually had to take it over. Well, hot heckin' damn. cool scene, stuff like that. That's pretty neato torpedo. Yeah. Well, I... I've, the ch- mods are cool. They allow they allow for stuff like that for people to actually be creative and 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 you know and that what was it you said it was um which game was it that cut off Fallout Fallout which one wait that cut New Vegas 
Is that what it was that cut off at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Like, had mods been, like, had, had they restricted people from, you know, doing stuff like that, like making mods for stuff like that, you would, they, they pretty much fixed the game by making a mod for yeah. it. Yeah, like, some people make, like, straight-up patches to stuff that, like, when the finished game, like, because if, if this game is from, like, 2008, they're not going to update the game all these years later and be like, oh, we forgot to do that then. So they open it to modders to do it, and they let modders do it. And also, like, I think mods bring replayability back to games. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to replay it if I can't add stuff to it, because it's just the same game that I've played 50,840 times. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty exact. But, yeah. We're, oh, well, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up for tonight. Um, whew, it has been a night. Oh. As all nights are, I hope. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually fucking destroyed. Like, I'm so tired. This whole week has, like, beat me down. And I've got a whole day off tomorrow and Monday. Oh, it's going to be great. Got to do some podcast stuff. But other than that, I'm free reign to do whatever the fuck I want. I have to figure out what I'm going to do, honestly. I really want to put some time towards to see a Thieves, but whatever. I'll figure that out later. Um, but for you guys, our, our faithful listeners and fans out there... Um, what you guys should be doing over the next couple days, or right even right now, is uh, following us on Twitter, uh, here on Twitch, and subscribing on YouTube, even favoriting us on Anchor. Our link is down below the stream right now. Um, and uh, if you're listening on YouTube, it's going to be down below the video in the description. Um, check us out on all of our sites. We, we tweet stupid shit and retweet um, stuff we want to laugh at you know, on social media or comment on. Um, and someone mentioned this in our Discord. Um, they asked if uh, we want to if uh, if we want to hear you guys' suggestions. And yes, oh my gosh, yes. Please, let us know what you want us talking about. We want to know what you guys want to hear. So we have a suggestion box down below, down below the stream here, but we also have our Discord down there, which you can join, and you can talk to me and Solemn directly, and give us your peace of mind, or um, or your or your two cents, and, and maybe even suggest a uh, a topic for one of our next videos, or one of our next uh, podcasts. So make it a yeah, make it a point to make it a point to join that Discord because. Um, that's where everything happens at. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's like the center. And then the new Steam group. That's a thing now. Oh, yes, that's right. The new Steam group. And you won't know anything about the Steam group until you get into the Discord. Ha-ha. Yay. Get memed on. I just no, dabbed, I but you can't see it. Nobody's going to join anything. Damn. Rest in peace. But uh, we're going to go ahead and um, close it up. Everyone, I hope you have a fantastic night. Remember, this Wednesday we are on for 7 p.m., be there or be a totally not gamer. Um, <laughs> Insult of all. Damn. How, do, how could I hit you guys with that? That's horrible. But uh, you guys have a good night. Sleep well. Don't die. All that nice stuff. And we'll catch you on the next one.